0: We're glad you're listening to Rhema for today.
1: And then I, I went out uh, at eight fifteen because I, I just stayed back in the back room and prayed. He'd go out right fresh from the presence of God into the service. And and when I went out about eight fifteen, the, the the song leaders up here leading congregation I had nobody in the choir, just congregational singing, building full. I saw a very distinguished looking gentleman sitting here. Uh, by the pastor and I sat down by him you see three of us sitting there so the pastor reached over and said Brother Higgin, I want you to read meet Reverend So and So he's pastor of the First Baptist Church here in the city so I shook hands with him and he said to me he said Brother Hagen he said uh, I'm glad to meet you he said uh, you know I've already got up and apologized to this church now then I won't apologize to you he said you know I've fought healing for years and said it's not so because I didn't see what the Bible was saying but he said that man that was healed last night was a member of my church
0: Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. Today you'll hear more from Kenneth E. Hagen on his teaching, Healing Classics, next on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagen for today's message.
1: 1 John chapter 3, verse 8, He that committeth sin is of the devil, for the devil sinneth from the beginning. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested. Why? For what purpose? That he might destroy the works of the devil. Oh yes, he came to take our sins, but that's not the whole story. He was manifested that he might destroy Whose works? The works of the devil. And what did he do? He went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. Can you say amen? Amen. That's what the text said. Now then, let's talk about how to appropriate this healing that is ours. You see, here's where we miss it again now some folks think, well, you know, if that's so, Brother Hagen, why don't we have that in our church? Well, you know, somebody might say this, over in the foreign land, that's got to, you know, worship in some kind of gods or idols, well, now, if it's so, that Jesus, the Son of God and salvation, why don't they preach it in our group? Well, Hadn't anybody gone and told him yet? Many times. Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Are you listening? You see, it just won't fall on you automatically just because it's yours. Somebody might sit around and say, "Well, if I've got the right to vote, why why don't why don't uh, why don't they bring it to me?" Well, no. You've got to go there to vote. You've got to take advantage of your rights of what belongs to you. Are you listening to me? Spiritual things are the same way. Just because it belongs to you, it don't just fall on you like ripe cherries off of a tree. You see, it has to be preached. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Then sometimes some perfectly good people don't always see in the Bible what belongs to them, so they don't preach it and don't believe it, and God can't work even though he wants to. lady said to me one time in fact she brought her daughter she's a very wealthy woman she after her family was grown and married moved away she and her husband got into the full gospel movement but anyway she went to get her daughter because her daughter was uh, facing major surgery they're going to fly a, a surgeon in from chicago to operate on her this is back in the 50s and uh, they paid him alone his one fee the one doctor was six thousand dollars and then uh some of the other doctors, so much money in the hospital bill, it's going to cost thousands of dollars and, and she and her husband didn't have all the money They he it from her mother and so her mother went to get her and brought her over and wanted me to minister to her. Well, I sensed the moment that they came into the room I was standing in the parsonage. She brought an in the afternoon to the parsonage, and uh, that, uh, you know, she really didn't want to be prayed for and, of course, under those kind of conditions not going to receive anything. So I said, let's sit down and talk. Well, the mother said, oh, I'm going to, you know, I've driven 120 miles over there and 120 miles back. And then I'm going to take her back this afternoon and come back. At my age, you know, and all, said, I'm going to try to get back for service tonight, so we're in a hurry. Well, I said, I don't want to be mean about it, but if you're in that big a hurry, well, just go ahead. I'll just not minister to the lady. Well, she said, all right, then. So they sat down every time I'd ask the, the daughter something, the mother would answer it. Finally, I said, I don't want to be mean and muggly about it, but it's not you to need healing, it's she. And I said, if you don't let her talk, well, I said, I'm not going to, I'm not going to fool with her. I'm just going to dismiss the situation and go to my room. Finally, she said, well, all right. So I said to this daughter, do you believe in divine healing? She said, well, now, just to be perfectly honest. I said, don't just be perfectly honest. Be brutally frank about it. <laughs> Amen. Just be brutally frank about it. Well, no, she said, I don't. I said, I knew that the minute you walked in the door. I perceived that. And, uh, well, she said, I'll tell you, Brother Higgins, she said, uh, if it was so, they would preach it in my church and my pastor don't preach it, so it must not be so. And I said, maybe your pastors don't know everything. I said the wrong thing. She sort of fired up at me, but the Bible said a soft answer turns away wrath. And I said, now, wait a minute. What church do you remember? Well, I said, the First Baptist Church. Well, I said, I was a member of the First Baptist Church in such a town for many years. They didn't preach healing. But I said, there's a Baptist born in the bed of affliction. I saw it. And there's a time I didn't see it. Then I didn't see it. When I saw it, I received my healing. Been healed ever since then. Maybe he's a good man, Fine. And I said, I was a good person. I was saved, just as much saved before as I was after. But I just didn't see it. See? But then as I got into the Word, I began to see it. Maybe he just hadn't seen it yet. I said, I want to ask you a question. I'm not saying it says it. Of course, I knew it did. But I said, if the Bible said himself took your infirmities and bare your sicknesses, would it be his will to heal you? She said, well, certainly well, I said, there's a Bible line right there on the table by your chair. Pick it up. She picked it up. Look, I wanted to be sure. First of all, see, she's Baptist, so she, she wants to be sure, you know, and it's, it says it's a Schofield, so it must be all right. <laughs> you know, if you're Baptist, it must be. And so uh, I had it open to Matthew eight seventeen, and she read out loud, himself took our infirmities and bare our sicknesses. Now, the Bible was lying in her lap. Since she had her head down. I waited a few moments to see what she'd say. And she looked up, and tears were glistening in her eyes. And she said, you know, Brother Hagan said, uh, it, it does say that, doesn't it? I said, yes, it does. Well, she said, I'm sure my pastor's a good man. Maybe he just hadn't seen it, but I can see it's in there, and it belongs to me. And you know, bless God, she received her healing. We could pray then. She laid hands on her, and she received the healing. Now her husband was honest because see, but but uh, the, the next year, I preached just three days in her town, in the uh, First Assembly of God Church, just Monday night, Wednesday night, um, Tuesday night, and Wednesday night, just three nights. And on Monday night there was a gentleman there in a wheelchair, an older fella, and when we laid hands on him, he got up, and walked out of the wheelchair, and I sat down in the wheelchair, and he pushed me up and down the aisle. <laughs> Amen. Now, on on Tuesday night, I would go out. We didn't start the service. This, this is in the summertime. We didn't start till 745. And then I, I went out uh, at 815 because I'd just stay back in the back room and praise. You would go right out fresh from the presence of God into the service. And and when I went out about 815, the, the, the song leaders up here leading congregation. They had nobody in the choir, just congregational singing, building full. I saw a very distinguished-looking gentleman sitting here uh by the pastor and i sat down by him you see three of us sitting there so the pastor reached over and said brother again i want you to read meet Reverend so and so he's pastor of the first baptist church here in the city so i shook hands with him and he said to me he said brother Hagan he said uh, i'm mighty glad to meet you he said uh, you know i've already got up and apologized to this church and now then i want to apologize to you he said you know i've fought healing for years and said it's not so because i didn't see what the bible was saying but he said that man that was healed last night a member of my church, and said if you've ever been by our church and they've got a new one now, but then this still we're in an old build, older building, been built years ago, and had high steps going to, you'll see a ramp that's been built. We built that especially for this fellow. He's been in that chair for about seven years. He'd had two strokes, you see, and was paralyzed. And we built that ramp. He never misses church. And I drove downtown this morning, parked by the curb down on the main street, you know. And, uh, and I got out of the car and was putting some money, you know, in the meter. And I looked down the street and here he come walking down the street. He said, I like to fell over. I knew he'd been bound to that chair for these seven years. And I rushed up to meet him to see what happened. He said, well, I was over there at the First Assembly of Church last night. He said, this fellow used to be a Baptist pastor over there, I laid hands on me and God healed me. Now he said, some folks tried to tell me, he said, man, I just got thrilled right out on the street and began to rejoice with him. Said I know. Said somebody said the devil. He said I got enough sense. To note the devil's not healing the Baptist. <laughs> Amen. And so he said, I just want to thank God. Said I got up and told this church, I want to thank God for a church that that held fast <laughs> to preaching the truth when some of us folks should have been a- preaching and didn't see it. Now, see, he was just like that lady said, like I told her, honest and sincere, just hadn't seen it. And so then I preached on Tuesday night on the double cure. See, he not only died for the remission of our sins and the new birth, but he died that, that we could be healed also, with his stripes we're healed. And, and, and of course, being Baptist, I always learned to preach from notes, you see. I've got notes on every sermon I ever preached. And so he was sitting on a platform, he could see my notes. He said after, he said, Brother, they ain't loan me your notes, will you? He said... Uh, I'll get them back to you tomorrow. I'll have service tomorrow night, but I'll send them back here. by one of my folks said, I won't type the. I heard you preach, and I know I'm I'm a minister, you know, and I know you've got that outline, but I heard you, see, so I'll be able to put the meat on the skeleton outline because I heard you preach. And he said, uh, uh, I'm going to preach that sermon Sunday morning in my church, your same sermon you preached. And then when I get through, I'm going to have this man that was healed out of the wheelchair to testify. And then he said, I'm going to invite all the sick of my congregation to come down the front, and I'm lay hands on them for that they may be healed. Public healing meeting. Praise God. Well, you see, God started the healing the sick then when they began to preach it. You see? Amen. That's when it happens. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God.
0: Welcome to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagen, Kenneth W. Hagen, and the rest of the Hagen family by visiting our online bookstore. I want to tell you about this month's radio offer. This month, we're offering Kenneth E. Hagen's CD, Healing Scriptures. In this CD, Brother Hagen is reading the Healing Scriptures with music playing in the background. Also, from Kenneth E. Hagen is the four CD series, God's Medicine. We're also offering Lynette Hagen's CD, Peace, where she's reading the scriptures with music in the background. Last but not least is Kenneth W. Hagen's book entitled, Executing the Basics of Healing. All of these items are at the special price of $40. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. and become a part of Rama for today right now let's join kenneth and lynette hagan
1: october the 20th through the 22nd Rama college weekend oh yes wow there's a lot of activities yeah, if this you're fall in, if you're interested in getting to know something about uh, Rama Baba college mm-hmm. uh, hey go to go there to rama.org. And all the information is there. There's, uh, you get to attend some classes. There's campus tours. Yes. There's a worship night. Uh, and just a whole lot of information that would help you to know about all about Raymond. And you can even apply right there that weekend if you so desire.
0: Tomorrow, more from Kenneth E. Hagan with his teaching Healing Classics. Thanks for listening to REMA for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen.